first question is, do you like being in zero gravity? I always wanted to know what it just felt like to that feeling. The answer is yes, absolutely. And I highly recommend it. There's something about it. It's like I, I, I tell people I used to, before flying in space, I used to dream about, and maybe you have these dreams too, I don't know, I, other people I've talked to have, where you, know, you kind of, in your dreams, run and then jump and can fly you know, without an airplane, you're just flying yourself. And uh, I used to have those dreams. And after flying in space, I don't have those dreams anymore. And I think it's because my body knows what that feels like now and knows that I've done it. It it really is. It's just like this most liberating, free kind of feeling. And if I try to describe it to somebody like what down here on earth comes the closest to what it feels like, I would say, you know, when you're in, when a sw- in a swimming pool and you can go get like in the deep water, like in the deep end. And so you're not at the top of the pool by the surface and you're not down at the bottom by the, you know, the, the floor of the pool, but you get kind of in the middle and float just at that place with your eyes closed. That's kind of the closest feeling there is to it. So it just feels kind of, well, not pressure, just, I guess, floaty, floaty. Floaty is the perfect word. Floaty is the perfect word, yes. And what are your favorite things to paint in space? And and have you painted the Milky Way or or any specific planets? Well, you know, I had that watercolor kit with me, and I only ever got to paint one thing. Uh, and I think that's just because there's so much else going on up there that, um, you know, I, I just never, sadly, and that's why I tell them they need to send me back so that I can paint more. But um, <laughs> what I painted and what I think is still probably my favorite thing to paint is those views of Earth through the window that I saw. And when I was up there, I tried to pick my favorite, my favorite picture that I had taken um, through the window. And that was of this little chain of islands on the northern coast of Venezuela. And it just looked like somebody had painted, already had painted a wave on the Earth. And so I, I wanted to paint that, which I did. But, um, but I have, I have loads of inspiration from all of those earth observation, um, photos that I took. And as you can imagine, when you're on a space station that's traveling around the the earth every 90 minutes, so like five miles a second, you can't sit at the window and paint, right? Because what you want to paint is gone before, (laughs) before you can even start. Yeah, it's gone. It's just like one second there, then the next second it's gone. (laughs) And so I had to paint from a picture that I took. And so that was really helpful to me now, too, is that I already know how to paint from the pictures versus, you know, sitting in front of the window. But I have the memory of it, which is cool. It just sounds so spectacular, even if it's only for a few seconds, just the view and even when it's speeding by. It, it is. And spectacular, I think, is a really good word to use. You know, awesome comes to mind as well, because, you know, we use that word awesome a lot. When I think about being in space and looking out the window, looking at Earth, awesome, awe is the word. I mean, it just is the word. Wow and awe. <laughs> and then, you know, spectacular is such a great word because the earth, when you look at it, I mean, it just glows. It's like, it's like you just turned a light bulb on that's painted with all the colors that we know earth to be. It is just stunning. This just glowing day or night. It just glows. And in a way that I think your brain is just almost not really prepared for when you see it. 
And it's not just when you first see it. It's like every time you look out the window, you're like, holy moly, that is stunning. You know, it is spectacular. Just, wow. And <laughs> exactly, that's it. Wow. It is. <laughs> it is, absolutely. And have there been times you go to space alone or do you always travel with people? You always travel with, with other people. And so when I flew to and from space, I was on a space shuttle. So I was with a crew of six people on that, that vehicle. And then when I spent my time on the space station, we were a crew of six of you know, crew members from all over the world. And we knew each other really well from training and really awesome to be able to work that way as, a, as an international crew. And then um, now when we're sending people to and from the space station, it's on the Russian Soyuz spacecraft. And that's always three people that go to and from that way. That would be much more reassuring because if you were out there, well, alone in the spaceship, it would just be utterly alone, like literally no one for at least a million miles. It's so much better. I think that actually I think everything in life, not just flying in space, is better if you have somebody to share it with. Yeah, and I mean, when you're up there, it just sounds like the kind of experience that you wouldn't want to spend alone. You would... It's the kind of thing that you feel like you would probably need to say, look, that's so amazing, or wow, that's so cool, you know. Have you been to space, really? (laughs) Because you totally get it. Seriously, I, you know, that, I have so many memories of being in front of a window alone or working on an experiment by myself, you know, inside the space station and finding either I was looking at something or um, had seen something. Like, I remember seeing a shooting star below me. When I was in the window, I was out and just thinking, oh my gosh, what was that? And then pushing off the wall and floating down really fast to get my, you know, my crewmate and say, what was that that I just saw? Come back and look at this and, or working on something and wanting to share it, you know, getting on the microphone on the intercom and saying, come down here to, you know, the, the Japanese module, I want to show you something. And it is, it's about, I mean, all of what we're doing, I think is about, um, improving life for everyone. You know, it's not just about any one astronaut or any one country. You know, what we're doing in space is about improving life on Earth. And that's about the relationships we have with people and wanting to share those things. So, yeah, you totally get it. It is. Yeah, just so amazing. Before we had astronauts and could just look up at the stars, they just seemed so foreign. It's quite a miracle that we can actually go up there now. You know, it really is. And I think that we, you know, you, you talked about looking up at the stars. Um, a lot of people say to me, uh, wow, it's so, and it is, it's very cool to have had the opportunity to look at Earth from space. I hope that every day now you think about the fact that you're on a planet. You know, you're a, you're a crew member on Spaceship Earth. You know, think about it that way. You're already in space. And so when we you know, stand on the surface of our planet, we look out to the stars and we look, you know, beyond where we are right now. I think it, it helps us envision really cool things for the future. It helps us think about our, our place kind of in this grander universe. And, and hopefully it helps us think about the fact that there is significance to why we're here. You know, our planet, it's pretty cool, perfectly placed distance from the sun, you know, a little bit closer, a little further away, not so good. And, and it, 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 it's kind of this reality check to say, hey, we are special and we need to acknowledge each other that way and acknowledge our planet that way, too. And I think that, will help, that helps us make better choices 
about what we would do for our future, too. Are there any specific planets that you would like to go to? Or do you have a favorite planet? Well, my favorite planet is Earth, I will have to say. And I think, you know, my hope is that even as we travel, you know, off and we, we send human beings to Mars and maybe we start living on Mars or when we go back to the moon and have established bases there or other space stations and things like that, I think what we'll always know is that Earth is our home. And um, I I think people will always think about Earth as their favorite planet. At least I hope so. Well, if you ask me, I think that there is it isn't exactly our place to say that there isn't any other life out there because there, I mean, more than like we've discovered, let's just say one percent of a hundred of the galaxy. Oh, million. And yeah, I know. So there is a pretty large chance that there could be something else out there. Yeah, I think so too. You know, I think we don't um, underestimate that possibility. But I also think what, what's kind of cool to me to think about is that if there's not, it's okay. I think if there's not, it's okay. But we're, we're a very curious, humans are very curious, right? So we're going to continue to want to look and know. And that's, that's a cool thing as well. Yeah, and I was wondering... What was the longest time that you've ever spent in space? And what do you think the longest time that people in general could probably end up spending in space? Well, the longest time I was there, was, my first mission was uh, a little over three months. And, you know, we have people on a regular basis up on the space station for five or six months at a time. And we even had people like up there almost a year. Um, and, and of course, you know, if we talk about going to Mars and living there or even going back to the moon and living on the moon, we'll be doing, we'll be there a lot longer. The key thing will just be figuring out how do we as human beings live in a healthy way there. And that's a lot of what we're figuring out on the space station, you know, between the kind of exercise we do while we're there and the food we eat and the kind of systems we have to clean our air and that kind of thing inside the space station. That's all about figuring out how do we, you know, safely and healthfully live in these different places. And, you know, Mars will be the same way. You know, what do we do to protect ourselves from the radiation? Do we live in Mars or on Mars? You know, Um, do we live inside the moon or on the moon? And I think the argument would be that you got to go underground there. I think it will be um, as long as we want, as long as we've figured out how to healthfully do that. I think that it actually might be a problem when we go to Mars because in the beginning of time when we were still discovering countries and stuff, naming them, all of that, I mean, I guess you could say we had a tool bag to bring with us when it came to presidents and mayors. But, I mean, in this case, we're going to a whole different planet and we probably (laughs) won't be able to bring that with. Well, we certainly will be, um, I think... Looking back on the lessons we've learned doing those things here, whether it's in a city or a country or, you know, at some point as a planet. And that's a that's a, um, you know, besides the kind of this kind of goes back to the conversation that Mary and I were having about art and science or kind of the social aspects and political aspects versus the scientific and technical side of things. You have to work those two things together because technically we may be able to go live and, and work on Mars, but um, socially and politically, and how do we do that as, as human beings? How do we peacefully do that? 
because it's not just going to be us. It's not just going to be the United States doing that. It's going to be many people doing it. There's just so many ethical questions about, like, do we even have the right to just go to another planet? I mean, I guess you could say that human beings own Earth. I think we feel that way. <laughs> but I think you're right. That's a, There's something called space law. So there are, there are lawyers that exist to look at um, and people that are trying to figure out what are the regulations, what are the policies that would go along with doing something like that. When we went to the moon, we had that same, those same kind of discussions. And, and there's policies out there that, you know, there's agreements that we've, we've tried to put in place to ensure that those, that would happen in the best way. And so that's just going to continue as we think about going further from our planet. My next question kind of reverts back to, to the, do you have a favorite planet? It's, well, my favorite constellation is Orion. Do you have a favorite constellation? Orion is, is right up there at the top of the list because it's so familiar, isn't it? You know where to look for it in the sky. And it's just so easy to find. Yep, and it kind of it gives you that reference to where you live, to your home. But imagine if you lived down in New Zealand or something. You know, I wonder, do they even think about Orion? <laughs> So it's kind of funny, isn't it? We relate it to where, you know, where is home and what's comfortable to us um, because it's familiar. And one of the things that's cool about constellations is that as we start to think about ourselves as a planet, we can look at our place in the universe through those constellations and where we see them in the sky. And and that's, that's pretty neat. Yeah, and my last question, as a role model to lots of kids who love, adore science and art, I would, I would assume, do you have any advice? Keep adoring. Pay attention to what it is you adore. I mean, that's a great word because I think it, if, you, if you pay attention to the things you really care about, um, the opportunities will just open up for you. The, the people you meet will be the ones that will encourage you in very positive ways. The, the experiences that you'll have. And, you know, and don't be afraid in those things of getting out of your comfort zone. Really, really cool stuff happens when you challenge yourself and, you know, and believe in yourself to do those kinds of things. Well, thanks for doing this. It was very educational getting <laughs> to know you better. And I'm so happy that I got to meet you via phone. 